All right, welcome back to Young Smart Money. Today it is Friday, so in honor of Friday, we are doing a flashback Friday. Basically what that means is we are pulling from the archives some of the best pieces of content, primarily from my YouTube channel, um, and we are repurposing those, taking up clips here and there, turning them into a podcast for y'all, so that if you're not a part of it over on the YouTube channel, you can still get some of our best stuff from over 250 different uploads. We are packaging it up, putting it all together here so that you can get the best pieces of value all in one place that is here on Young Smart Money. So without further ado, let's just get right into the episode. So today I'm answering one of my most frequently asked questions on the channel and just in life in general as I'm out and talking to people about personal finance. They're like, dude, how often should I get a new credit card? So I wanted to throw in my two cents. I know Ask Sebi and Credit Shifu, I'm pretty sure they've made videos on similar topics, so I'll be sure to link those up down below as well if you wanna get some other people's perspective. But I just wanna throw in my two cents to the mix and sort of share with you guys my thought process behind getting a new credit card. And to me, there's really five questions that you gotta ask yourself when it comes to getting a new credit card, so we're gonna go right into those. But before we do, our book of the day is Richest Man in Babylon. It's a classic, it's an old book. Um, but I love it. I get a ton of value out of it every time I read it. So I would recommend it. It's down below in the description below if you guys want to check that out. And I mean, the main reason I wanted to make this video was just because um, I didn't know all this information when I started building credit. And in fact, the fifth question on here actually got me pretty messed up. And I'm kind of bummed that I didn't know about it sooner because now my credit building is a little bit mm, not as great as I wish it could have been because I didn't know about the fifth thing on this list. But without further ado, let's just get right, right into it. First question you got to ask yourself is why do you want a new credit card? All right. So this one, pretty straightforward, it seems. But if the answer is to spend more money you don't have, obviously the answer is never. You should never get a new credit card. How often should you get a new credit card? Never. If you're trying to spend money that you don't actually have. So a good reason to get a new credit card would be to build your credit score, would be to hit a sign-up bonus to do some travel, but you gotta have the money. You can't be spending money you don't have, guys. That's, that's, that's where people get messed up with credit cards. That's where you get into credit card debt in the five figures. Some people even the six figures. I mean, there's some people that call into the Dave Ramsey show who are in a pretty tough place. So you really you got it you got to have the right mindset when you go into credit cards you got to have the self-awareness to know how you're going to respond with credit cards and you got to have the mindset that you are spending money that you already have you're paying this thing off in full every single month if not on a weekly or even daily basis because when you don't do that that's when you get in trouble so you got to know how to use a credit card responsibly and you got to know that you are capable of doing that before you actually go out and get a new credit card so that's the first thing you just got to cover that because i don't want anybody getting messed up from the from the stuff that i'm talking about here so make sure make sure you know yourself and you know how you're going to respond to this before you go out and get a credit card now the second question you got to ask yourself is are you making a big purchase in the next year okay guys so the reason this one is important is because every time you apply for a new line of credit, that's gonna add a credit inquiry to your record that's gonna ding your credit score for the next six to 12 months potentially, okay? So you have to keep this in mind when you're applying for a new line of credit and additionally, additionally what happens when you apply for a new line of credit like I just did, why my credit score just tanked like 50, 60 points is because it also lowers your average age of account. So let's think about this real quick. So you have 
three credit cards they're each a year old okay so your average age of accounts is a year now if you add a new credit card to the mix that's gonna drop your average age of accounts down to nine months because now you've got a year a year a year and zero that's gonna be nine months that's gonna be not so great because you gotta, you gotta understand every time you come in with a new zero, that's gonna drop your average age of accounts. But that's also why it's very important to build up a solid base at a young age, because then as you age, your credit cards are gonna age with you, so that as you get older, it's not gonna make as much of an impact when you apply for new lines of credit. So if you're making that big purchase, if you're, if you're buying a house, a car, maybe a business loan, I don't know, um, in the next 12 months, I would say don't get a new card. Wait until after you make that purchase, after you apply for that loan, so that you can get a great interest rate on that loan from all the credit that you've already built up. And then after that, then we can look at potentially getting a new card because then we can then we don't need that high credit score. Like right now, I don't need a high credit score. I don't plan on applying for a mortgage in the next 12 months or a car loan, potentially ever, or a business loan. Like. I, I have no need for a high credit score right now. Therefore, I would rather trade that off for some free credit card rewards like I'm doing right now with the Chase uh, Freedom, the Chase Freedom Unlimited. So that's that's really the trade-off here, guys. The trade-off is, do you want the high credit score right now or do you want the rewards right now? It's sort of like a balancing act between those two. So you have to think about if you're going to need a high credit score in the next 12 months. If so, I would say hold off on the credit card for now. Now the third question you gotta answer is are you gonna be able to hit that sign up bonus? So like we're saying with rewards, if you're getting this new credit card, the majority, I'm for most cards, the majority of the value is gonna come from that sign up bonus. So for example, my Chase Freedom and my Chase Freedom Unlimited cards, they have a $150 sign up bonus each when I spend $500 on each of them in the first 90 days. Now, just looking at that, that is a 30% return on my spend, 150 over 500, that's 30% return on my spend. Where, what, what credit card is gonna give me 30% cash back on my other spending? None. So the fact that I'm getting 30% rewards for my spending, that is the bulk of the rewards right there. That is where the highest concentration of rewards is gonna be. So if you're not able to hit that sign-up bonus, like say I only spent $500 in a month, I would not have applied for both the Freedom and the Freedom Unlimited in the same day, that wouldn't have made sense because I would have only been able to hit one of the sign-up bonuses and the other one would have been essentially wasted. So I knew that I could hit both of these spendings, especially since I'm going on a trip in the near future. So um, that is why you have to make sure you can hit these sign-up bonuses because if you can't, you're missing out on a ton, a ton of value. And basically what this means about applying for new cards is I would say um, wait at least three months between cards because you want, each sign-up bonus is gonna take 90 days. Um, you're gonna have 90 days to hit the sign-up bonus. So the, if you have overlapping sign-up bonuses, then you might have to spend more money that you than you ordinarily do. Um, so you have, to, you have to know your monthly spending. That's a big, big thing. You gotta know how much money you spend on a monthly basis, and therefore you can plan out your credit cards from there. Because I know on a monthly basis, I spend a little over, when I'm in school and buying food for myself, um, it's usually a little over $300 a month, um, but it, it does vary a little bit. So I knew that I could hit um, $1,000 in 90 days, which is why I applied for both of these cards in the same day. So I know personally that right now I would not apply for another card um, in the next 90 days because I'm hitting these sign-up bonuses and it wouldn't make sense for me to overlap these and then not be able to hit one of them. So you have to keep that in mind. And in general, I would say, unless you're like a serious credit card churner that's spending a lot of money, that's like an actual 
grown-up person, not just a college student, um, I would say one at a time, one sign-up bonus at a time is plenty. Um, unless they're like these and they're just $500 spends, then you can maybe do two at a time, depending depending on how much money you spend in the average month. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to question number four, which is how long have you been building credit? Now, this one's really important. And for me personally, this one was a, a pr pretty tricky hurdle to get over. Um, I didn't mess this one up as bad as I messed up number five though. So how long have you been building credit? So. When, when I got started building credit like a year ago, I was like hyped. I was like, wow, I'm building my credit score. I was checking Credit Karma like every month being like, wow, my score is going up and up and up. I'm like so stoked, like I'm ready. And I was watching Credit Shifu, I was watching Ask Sebi, and I'm like, wow, look at these guys. I'm watching Graham Stephan, look at these guys building their credit, getting all these credit card rewards. Like I wanna do that, I wanna do that. How do I do that? So I was getting very ahead of myself because I, I didn't realize that I'd only been building credit for such a small amount of time that it, it didn't make sense for me to apply for more cards. So like, I had my first credit card for like eight months, I think. Yeah, about eight months before I applied for the Fidelity uh, card. So I had, I had my US bank card for about eight months. I did upgrade it somewhere in there, um, upgrade it from the Platinum to the Cash Plus. But for, for the first eight months, I was on one credit card, and I think that's really essential. And maybe maybe you would even wanna stick with one credit card for longer, depending on how aggressive you wanna be. Like me, I'm like pretty into the whole personal finance, credit building type thing. But if that's not quite, quite your jam, um, then you could totally wait even longer than that. And it's really essential because when you have just started out building credit, it's very easy to get ahead of yourself like I, I was. Um, and what you wanna do is you wanna make sure that you're not getting ahead of yourself, that you're not uh, trying to do too many things at once. You're not trying to jump on things before you're not actually ready because because building credit is a long game, guys. It's not some short-term thing like you go from a 500 credit score to an 850 credit score in a year. That's not how it works. Um, so you do, you do have to look at this as a long game and you have to realize that in the beginning, especially when you're just building out that base of cards, you do want to space these out quite a bit. In, in my personal experience, that's that's what's worked for me. Um, I I guess I'm I'm trying I'm trying to give you some some advice that is not I don't want you guys to go out there and get messed up financially. Like that's that's my worst fear is that I say something that somebody interprets in a way where they go out and get like 18 credit cards in a day and then they just like spend all the money and max them all out and collections is knocking at the door. Like that's not what I, I really, I really want you guys to do well financially and I don't want anything I say to be interpreted in a way that makes somebody make a poor financial decision. Like that is my worst fear out of anything. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I've done. So in I've, I've been building credit for 15 months now and I just got my third and fourth credit card um, a couple weeks ago. So I have four credit cards. I've been building credit for 15 months. I think that is on the aggressive side. I think, um, I would say in the first 12 months, stick with your first credit card, and then maybe every six months, look at adding a new one. That's, I think that's a good way to sort of build out a base, not do it too quickly, and not to get yourself messed up financially, because you wanna make sure that you know that, you, that you're able to use credit cards responsibly before you go out and you get a bunch of them. So. I, I don't want to say anything that anybody's going to take in the wrong way. So I think I think waiting 12 months before your second credit card and then six months thereafter can be a great way to build out, say, your first five credit cards. Um, again, if you want to be a little more aggressive, you can take a path that I took and I waited eight months before my second credit card. And then after that, I waited about four months 
four or five months to get my third and fourth. So, I mean, it really depends on how aggressive you wanna be, how well you respond to having consumer credit available to you, how, how much, you just have to have that self-awareness to know um, that you're gonna be able to manage it well because if you don't manage it well, you're gonna screw yourself up real bad for the rest of your life financially. So I really just don't want that to happen. And if you if you can't handle credit cards, if you know that for yourself, like literally go watch Dave Ramsey. He will get you he'll get your money right. Like he will figure you out and he will get you some good advice. Like if you if you know that you can't respond to credit cards, that's that's the way to go, honestly. All right, last question. This is the one that I actually messed up on. Question number five is where are you at with 524? So if you're not familiar, 524, I made a whole video on it, but it's a rule by Chase, Chase Bank, and they say that if you've gotten five new credit cards in the last 24 months, you are not going to be eligible for a whole host of Chase credit cards, okay guys? So, if you, and these, these are some good credit cards you're not gonna be eligible for. So you wanna know where you're at with 524 because if you are able to get some of these Chase cards, it does make sense to do that before you go out and apply for some of these other cards because the way it works is essentially you can get these Chase cards now before you hit 524 and then you get your other cards later or you can get those other cards now and those Chase cards never because then you're gonna be over 524, Chase is gonna automatically reject you for all of these good cards. So that's what I did just now, the two cards that I got most recently, the. Um, Chase Freedom and the Chase Freedom Unlimited, those are both 524 cards. So I wanted to get those in before I hit 524 because as you know, I now have four credit cards. So that is why I got those. So you gotta know where you're at 524 and if you're not over 524, if you only have like one or two credit cards, then it can really make a lot of sense for you to look at something like the Chase Trifecta uh, because those are all 524 cards and getting that is a, it's a, it's a pretty strong move, um, especially if you don't wanna have to think about uh, which credit cards you use when that much, like getting the Chase Trifecta really locks down, like you hit all the bases and you're gonna know what to use where, it's not gonna be complicated, you can get away with really only three cards. So um, I think you really do wanna look at 524. That should be a huge, huge consideration when you're looking at if it's time to get a new credit card, if so, which credit card. So the reason I messed up on 524 is because I went out, my second credit card was actually the Fidelity Signature Visa card. I got that one because I have a Roth IRA with Fidelity and I was like, hey, if I can get free um, additions to my Roth IRA, that'd be super dope because um, investing in retirement, cool, credit cards, cool, double, double win right there. But what I didn't think about was the opportunity cost of 524 because I didn't really know about it at that point. So I got that card and now that I got the Chase uh, I mean, yeah, now that I have the Chase Freedom Unlimited, I don't actually use the Fidelity one anymore just because I plan on redeeming my Chase Freedom Unlimited points for more value than I would have gotten with Fidelity. So now that card is just kind of like a throw it in the sock drawer and leave it there because there's nothing to do with it. So I think it is important to keep that in mind and um, that's, that's a mistake that I made that I wanna share with you guys just so that you don't end up making the same mistake because I do kind of regret that. Uh, but uh, as long as you guys can um, make sure you, make sure you have a solid answer to all five of these questions and then you're going to be well on your way to establishing if it is time for you to get a new credit card. All right. I hope you guys learned a ton from that episode, got a ton of value from it. Now I want to ask three things of you. All right. I want to ask three things. The first one is to head over to my YouTube channel where these clips came from. I've got over 250 pieces of content there. And what I want you to do is to subscribe. So the first thing I want you to do is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is just Apple Crider, youtube.com slash Apple Crider. The second thing is to head over to my website, applecreditor.com, and check out what we have going on over there. There's a lot of different free resources for you, whether those be eBooks or free courses. I've got a ton of stuff going on over there. 
And then lastly, I want you to leave a review on Young Smart Money on this very podcast. I'm really looking for as much feedback as possible from you guys. I really want to be able to craft this show uh, to be able to serve you guys best. So the previous feedback I had received and incorporated is that you guys wanted more content. So that's why we're doing three episodes a week. But I want to hear more from you and what you're looking for out of this podcast. So definitely let me know in the uh, iTunes primarily um, review section what you guys are looking for and feel free to shoot me a DM at Apple Creator Official if you want to give me some more personalized sort of suggestions, you have guest ideas for the show, really anything you want. I'm super open to all of your feedback, so definitely hit me up with that. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for sticking around. I hope you have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend, and I will see you on Sunday.